Right, good evening ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to meeting two of the Policy and Process Committee on the 10th of July. Um, do we have apologies? Um, not that I'm aware of, but I haven't been in the office today so I could have apologies on my computer. Um, and I will, if there are apologies, it would be from Rob Holt and I will add them in if they were there. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, declarations of interest. Seeing this is the first council meeting since my declarations of interest have changed, can I just list publicly that I am now a member of the PCC of St Lawrence's Church. I am now a diocesan delegate for the diocese and I'm also the diocesan president of the Children's Society for the Chester Diocese. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Nobody else no. got anything for this meeting? Okay. Um, minutes of meeting 1 of the 12th of June. Yes. Propose that they are correct. Have got a seconder? Uh, um, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Okay. okay. So <coughs> Uh, we've no members of the public present, so we can move on to agenda item 25, general power of competence. Now, the rules are on this. Now that we've got Hazel as a fully qualified town clerk, we can push ourselves forward with the general power of competence. One of the requirements are that we have to have two-thirds of our councillors elected or elected unopposed. And we just qualified that for that with 11 councillors who are elected right. or elected unopposed. So we can do this. Well, I propose that we do it. It's most important for the council and the benefits far outweigh um, the costs. So that's proposed by Mally. I'll second it. So the, the resolution will be something like that uh, council recognises that it meets the criteria for eligibility um, relating to the electoral mandate and relevant training of the clerk um, and therefore we're eligible to use the power of general competence. Yeah. Yeah. And can we put in the minutes in the record congratulations to yourself for qualifying and making this council be able to go for something that will help us in the, in the future. Thank you. So we, that proposal goes to full council. It does, yeah. Yeah. And the, having the general power of competence gives us a, a little bit more freedom to do things both the way we want to do them. Yeah. We don't have to continually look for which power we're doing things under. Um, this is the power of first resort. Um, so that as long as it's legal and it's something that anyone would do, we can do it. Yeah. Uh, there is a more detailed um, document which I found since the sh little short piece went out and I'll make sure that that's available on our website yeah. for anybody that's yeah. interested in it. Can I just ask a question then? Um, we, we meet the criteria by having two thirds of our members unopposed or... And, and does this last now for four years, am I right in saying? We have to redo it every annual meeting, every so we annual, have to ah, say right, okay. whether we still meet the criteria. Right. Um, if we've 
don't meet the criteria but we've started a piece of work where we're using this power then we can continue to do it until, until it ends right but you can't start anything new right and if for some reason the criteria changed part way through the year yeah we're allowed to then go until the next until annual, the next oh, annual that meeting makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I, I just wasn't quite sure how it all worked yeah. that's good mm -hmm. that's good yeah thanks for that Hazel. Okay, then agenda item 26, committees and working groups. We haven't managed to have the little working group meeting yet, so that's deferred to the next meeting. And is that the uh, World War One commemorative group? Oh, the World War One commemorative group. Um, I think everything's moving ahead with that now. Um, they've we've answered. I think most of their questions that they had queries. Yeah. Um, I've checked with the Castle Park, the Arts, Arts <coughs> Centre Trust, that uh, they're, they're happy um, still to go ahead. So it should be straightforward. And what I suggest we do is um, that I organise a meeting with representatives of the World War One Committee with um, the Arts, Arts Centre Trust yeah. as a sort of liaison. Yeah, my, my understanding is the Arts Centre really are going to sort of have a hands off, yeah. leaving the working group to, to get on and do what they want to do, and they will just support them as and when necessary. Can I just point out I was at a PCC meeting at St Lawrence's and the memorial was brought up, yeah. and they thanked me for the um, amount that I gave them through the past mayor's fund. Mm, yeah. But they did say that they were looking for Frotchen Town Council to pay the rest. When what, I, how much is that? I think that was the whole lot 1900 hours. Mm, I think that rings a bell. Yeah. And I give them 500 so there'll be 1400 to pay to repair. They've got that in there. So they've yeah, got that. I checked with. Um, Pammy, yeah. who's on there, whether they wanted additional money or whether they just wanted to spend it out of their existing budget and she said they just wanted to spend it out of their yeah. existing budget. And can I ask, how long are we funding them for? Well I think the commitment Well it might be till 2019 because there's some carryover Frank. The official... But shall I check uh, the minutes? Check check. I, I, was, I was told 110% it would be finished. 2018. Right. Everything. When I brought everything. It, I think when I brought it up, it was it was uh, 2018, and then I think at <coughs> one of the council meetings, didn't they, they say that there was another battle that they wanted to celebrate, what? and that happened a little bit afterwards. The, in the official national day of the end of the war wasn't until about July 1919, and that's when they want to have their final day to of the hundredth anniversary of the official end of the. First World War. So we'll be funding for another one and a half years? Looks like it, but I mean, it depends really on what they want to do. I would think if the ending is just going to be something fairly straightforward, like a, a day of celebration, that may well be something that someone like Rotary might get. I hope they invite the mayor. Well, we'd Not like the last mayor, wasn't what we'll do though, I'll check back through the minutes to when the funding was first discussed and agreed and see what the minutes says about how long it's to go on for. And there's nothing to stop them coming back with firm proposals about what they want to do in that final right. period, isn't it? Yeah. It would help if we knew what they've got planned. So yeah, but I've not seen nothing no. to suggest that they want to go on. 
and I think it wants clarified, and I, and I want it in writing, please. Yeah, it was discussed. There was the one meeting that I, I know. Went to. I know how some of them work. That's all I've got to say. I don't want to take it any further. Yeah. But I was let. I was told it would finish 2018. That's what I was told. I just know about the, the national data. Um, on this subject, why we're at it, as a meeting occurred with World War One and the Legion with Mr Peck at the Legion about the uh, disabled footpath. Not with Mr Peck, it's with with uh, Mr McCabe. Oh, well. well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, <laughs> I don't like this, you should have let us know, Clark, this had happened. I'm bringing it to community, Frank. Pardon? It's coming to community. Anything serious like that should have been brought. No, you shouldn't have held back. You're the clerk of this council. You should have let us councillors know this. And I think it's wrong. Whether you like me or not, you should have come with any business like that. While urgent it was, you should have sent an email and let me have an hard copy of it. That this meeting took place. Nobody laughs in my face in public. Nobody. It's only one, my mother and father, but nobody else. In future, any business, I'm putting it to the councillors now, any business like that that's gone on, we don't wait for the furthest committee. As quick as possible, let the councillors know. We made, uh, we made, uh, and it was, it was proposed and seconded, and full council voted that the ceremony would take place at the full gates. Yeah. Yeah. If I can come in here, um, I was um, embarrassed at the uh, festival in the park because there seemed to be a lot of Chinese whispers and a lot of misunderstandings about what was going on and what wasn't. And the British Legion, uh, basically, as I was walking past, approached me and said. Um, that they were absolutely dismayed by the fact that the ceremony was going to be held at the gates instead of being held at the cenotaph. And quite frankly, I don't think, and if I was, I don't know what was going on, but I don't think I was at the February meeting because I would have never have voted to have the location changed. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Um, and the letter that had come from Frodsham Town Council, they were publicly had photocopied that letter and was actively giving it out to people. And my first reaction was, here we go again, if we're not careful here, we're going to be seen as the bad guys because people were being told by the British Legion that Frodsham Town Council were refusing to allow the ceremony to be held at the Cenotaph. I said I'd take it on board and, and have a look at it. Now, as you know, and I, I don't mind saying, I've had my differences with the World War I committee, and that's why I came off it. And so I was a little bit suspicious of when they told me then that the World War I committee, some members of it, were then meeting with Forest Hills people to discuss this. And I then came to Hazel and asked, could it go back on the uh, agenda? Um, because I could not see how Forest Hills could possibly, in public, stop people 
from what is the right of everybody in this country is to commemorate the war dead and I was very disgusted ever thought that this is what Forest Hills were doing and I was also not disgusted but surprised that we'd taken the decision to move it. I uh, think if I can just help out. Nobody discussed it to move it at all. I think the thing was, Mr Mayor, was the fact that we were being led to believe that he was going to block access. Mm. So we took the relevant mm. decision then to do it. Yeah. I, like you, have been to a subsequent meeting where I was barraged by the church who are absolutely, well, I absolutely dismayed. Yeah, I, I absolutely got it in the neck, which I'm, I'm happy to do. Yes. You know, that goes with the job. Yeah. But I was disgusted by all what was going on. So I asked Hazel, could it be put back onto the meeting? But Hazel said, policy is that, procedures is that it can't be put back on within six months, I think, isn't it? Correct. So I then asked, Unless it goes to a committee. Could, could it be put back on community? Now, a few days after that, I got an email, because I gave the British Legion people my, my council email address. And a few days after that, I got an email from uh, one of the ladies from the uh, British Legion to say that a meeting, and again this is where there was a certain amount of Chinese whispers, because they said that a meeting had taken place uh, with Mr Peck and that he had categorically said that at no point had Forest Hills ever suggested that they would block access to the cenotaph or, and they would also allow car parking and they would also serve tea and coffee after the ceremony. I'm only quoting what was told me by this lady. Mm -hmm. I then contacted Hazel and, and told her that, you know, it all seems to be amicable. And Hazel said, well, actually, no, a meeting has not taken place with Mr Peck. A meeting has taken place with Kieran. Um, and, you know, uh, one of the people from the committee had then reported back on the findings of that. and. That's where it is at this point, as far as I know. So what did that meeting, what was the conclusion of that meeting? They're going to allow it or they're not going to allow what, it? What Mr McCabe said to me was that they have never stopped any access through to the war memorial. The gates closed to stop vehicular access, to stop because they were having an issue of vehicles going up there. He did admit that the hedge had grown over so that it was, was actually causing a blockage to stop anyone in a wheelchair being able to get through and he was going to make sure that that was cut back. Um, he um, is more than happy to provide the tea and coffee as per as usual per after, the cer after the ceremony um, and he just wanted to make it clear that there was no intention to stop people accessing the war memorial. In fact, they've left the signs up on the hotel mm, pointing the, for the disabled access to the war memorial and um, you know that that's that's where they well since you're our learned counsellor now and that you will probably know this in your big yellow bible does that give us the right because we were led to believe and what i voted on isn't what is happening mm. no what the big that's yellow right. book says is and our standing orders say that you can't go back on a decision for six months unless it comes as a proposal from a committee which is why it's going to community committee because it was too late for PMP. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the World War One group took it upon themselves to go and have the meeting yeah. without involving us. Well, no, uh, there was one meeting, and then I went and had a meeting 
with Mr McCabe, myself, to right. find out the facts of the matter. Can, can, I, can, can I say, when we, when we took a vote in here, this council, there were signs up there, the gates was locked, not to say no more, the handyman will tell you. The signs are still there, Frank. Yes. And the gate's and still locked. It's not locked, it's shut. It's to stop let me tell. Let me tell you, Nick Smith, and you can check, they were stopping public from going down there, down that footpath. No saying they didn't, and that's why we took the action we said we'd do. And the other thing, let's get one thing straight. There is no, no, and I repeat, no British Legion branch in Frodham anymore. It's been defunct over 12 months ago, right? They, they denied that when I asked at the World War One working group that I went to, they assured me that the Frodham well, branch of the British Legion... Yeah, Frodham also, if I, can, if I can just interject there, uh, I went... OK, carry on. And what, what, I'm, what I'm telling you, it was said to me again last night, they have no branch there here at Frodham and the lady, Mrs Gaskell, only runs the bingo on her own, on her own, to help funds for the poppies only in the Conservative Club. But it's still figureheaded though, Frank, isn't yeah, it? By a gentleman who wears the Freedom of Frodham badge. I, I, Lorraine and myself went to the rededication of the British Legion in Northwich about five weeks ago. They had a parade and they had the stones. It was the first one. Yeah, it was the first, you know, and, and it was very, very nice um, uh, ceremony. And I was speaking to several people from the British Legion, Northwich and Sandbach and that, and I actually said, because I know a number of years ago when I was down the fire station, they came to us asking for help and they were desperate at the time, um, you know, to keep the British Legion going. And I said this to the people from the British Legion, I can't remember what they were, officer titles and that, but they were leading people within the British Legion. And, and I said, you know, Frodium came almost close to losing it because as you know, and I might stand corrected here, but once a British Legion is lost in a town, it can never be again. It, it, it's gone and, and that's it. And I said to this chap from, uh, you know, these chaps, we came very close and they were under the impression that the British Legion still was in existence in Frodium. So there's some confusion somewhere. I think possibly the gentleman that is there, the guy that runs the cenotaph on Armistice Day and runs the Sunday service at St. Lawrence, I think he is holding on because he wears the Freedom of Fortune mm. badge mm. that was dedicated to the British Legion. And maybe that's the reason yeah. why it's still. Yeah. So could we find out whether yeah. it is an actual branch official member? Yeah. And while we're talking upon this, and I'm sorry to drag this out on this matter, but um, seems that it took some great... Um, persuasion last year. I don't want our mayor to suffer um, the indignancy of his role in Armistice Day. He must be the first person after Her Majesty the Queen's <coughs> representative, the Lord Lieutenant of Cheshire, if he's here, 
the Mayor must be the first person to lay the wreath at the Cenotaph before any Cheshire Western Chester councillors, before any MPs. Yeah. He is our first citizen and he should right. be given the honour at both ceremonies. Yes, not one, both of them. I think, yeah, I mean, we're, we're sort of preempting what's going to be discussed yeah. in the community. I, I, I must admit that no disrespect to the British Legion or the poppy appeal, if it's different and things like that, but sometimes the ceremony does get quite confusing and I, I take it on myself of going and having a word with the Master of Ceremonies and trying to make him understand because he calls names out of groups that are not there. He did it for the fire cadets and then yeah. there's this big long silence. And no disrespect again to him, he called out um, Cheshire Fire Brigade, Cheshire County Fire Brigade. Yeah. It's not been Cheshire County Fire Brigade since 1974. You know, and, and slowly I've, I've tried to get things into the 21st century, but, you know, and I say this with respect because I can't remember the guy's name who, who is the Master of Ceremonies. It's the guy who's a member yeah. of the choir. And, and he was there, you know, in all his regalia on Sunday. And he seems to wear the regalia of the British Legion. So I think that he, I mean, one of my neighbours is, is very active in the poppy selling and fundraising and that. Maybe there's some confusion that, I think that you, can be, you can be the poppy appeal but the, not uh, be the British Legion. The British Legion rep on the World War One group, is it Ken Ablett? Jeff Ablett? No, Jeff's not part of it now. No. He's, he's, yeah. He had a falling out with the he British Legion, yeah. yeah. they're no longer part yeah. of it. Well, you know the guy that wears the beret and, yeah. and everything? I, I, it's not Len Rogan. What's his name? Tantrum Len. Len, Len Rogan. Rogan. That's it. Mm. Well, well, unfortunately, something has gone on where, where Len has actually lost his status within the British Legion because it wasn't renewed or something. Right. So although he takes on that role, he's not actually... Right. Could I make a suggestion? that we I was there the night it was disbanded in, in the front room of the Conservatory. Could I? I was there as a witness. Which is a crying shame because I say, I, I was led to believe by a guy, um, I think his surname may have even been Frodjum, that used to do a lot of the fundraising. Could but I make once a it's lost, you, you can never bring it back. You know. Could I make a suggestion to communities that we get actively involved in that ceremony, that the British Legion are given a list, mm. because it doesn't take five minutes to check no. off in the, at the cenotaph or in the mm. cemetery mm. who's there, mm. because there were massive gaps last year, and. I didn't feel so much for the British Legion. I felt for the people who weren't there. Yeah. And yeah. it made it look bad it on may, them that they weren't there. Because there's never any reason given as yeah. to why somebody... So maybe we should yeah. get... Can we, for the purposes of this meeting, oh, sorry. can yeah. we just let Hazel note that it ha this ha issue has been raised. Circumstances, we believe circumstances have changed since we made that decision. And it's worth reviewing it at communities. And then we can do a bit more at community. Completely agree with you, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just felt that a sense of decency has prevailed because I can't think of anything yeah. that would have gone against a business more than being responsible for allowing us not to honour our yeah. war dead. I think that would have been the lowest of the low. Well, never even when we were talking about it, never entered our head about that. Over, over the over the dead and what what people have left this this town and look nothing come into that we was told mm. that them two gates were solid and the notice was put up there was no ifs and buts 
we decided on that, didn't we? As I say, maybe maybe a sense of decency has prevailed, and, and yeah. they realise maybe you know I'm not saying that that any well, support chair, was there. You I know. think chair to solve this to 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 solve this before it comes to the committee committee as I still say we as a council now we should be looking at making a footpath from them double gates straight to the monument, dead straight. And I think that's what should happen. There'd be no kerfuffle, no nothing, it's ours and that's what we should look at. And I'd like that put on the agenda please. No use of that the uh, community. Please. Okay. But I, but I think, Hazel, you know, it is important that we do clarify what the situation is with, with the, the British Legion, yeah, because, yeah. I'll do my know, best, yeah, no, I think, uh, because I, I, I wonder at the moment whether they're not sure, um, because they did have, mm. you know, British Legion badges up as well as poppy appeal badges and things like that in the park, you know, so. Uh, the person, the person who's taking the flag over um, has come from Northwich. He does it. Mm. Yes, that's right. Right, okay then. Agenda item 27, Ship Street. I propose we should defer this to Part B. Do we need to... Oh, yeah, because you don't want it recorded. That's right. Okay. Uh, agenda item 28, website to note the communications report. Well, I've got to congratulate um, Liz because her Frodsham Festival of Walks, well, it's had the best publicity before, during, and I've never seen so many after than we've had this year, so congratulations to that. I think we should be doing two a year, not one. Two a year, do you say, Mel? Yeah. <laughs> I think a winter walk. I would think winter walk would be fine. Would be brilliant. And I think with the amount of winter wonderland, yeah. I think, and I think with the amount of work that Liz has done and Caroline's yeah. done, I think uh, you could have not full festival, but maybe three walks or four walks over a weekend yeah. in a winter wonderland yeah. and I a night walk. Be... Sorry. Can we defer no, that to the environment? All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just don't want you to have this conversation twice. But for the, the website, yes, congratulations to Liz for publicising that. And well, all of the work that she's done yeah, on the leaflet right. and everything. So our website's getting quite a lot of hits. Just mention No, because I suppose it's... Yeah. Um, so basically, the the first 
page is whoever's filling it in, what their role is, um, how many staff, um, how many councillors, what your pop uh, population is, what your name and what have you. Then your preset, your general reserves and what have you. And then it goes on to other questions about your assets and what have you. And it was whether you want to fill it in. I think it. I think I'm it's sure. always good because I think, yeah. to be a part of NALP or CHALP, yeah. we are members, and I think we should adhere to a surveys as long as you don't mind doing that. Is it? Are you happy for me yeah, to complete it? Yeah, yeah, so it's basically just a, a, an audit. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah, of yeah. our business. Yeah, basically. I think if any of us tried to do it, Hazel, we'd be pestering the life out as, of you. Especially for as the yellow book is well and truly fresh in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you get any status then or anything depending on how well you're doing? Is it is is there anything at the end of it or is it purely data collection? Well, this, yeah, yeah it's just data collection. Right. This is just to give them a, a, right. a starting point and then over the years they'll then come back and ask in future years where, how things are. So one of the questions here is, you know, have, did you put your preset up this, this year or not? <coughs> um, did the tax base figure go up or down. So that's a figure that we're given by Chalk mm. to help work out what the band D figure mm. is. Mm. So um, that's the sort of information they're trying to collate and then they'll come back in a year or two years and see what, how that's changed, if at all. I think the thing is, if the Chair of <coughs> might agree with me, the more meetings and the more training sessions, the more things that we're going to, it seems as though Chalk and Nalk are looking for councils to look at sharing mm. by going into an all-in-one insurance policy, mm. Mm. an all-in-one, so that they're being like a cooperative yeah, to make yeah. it cheaper for their members. So I think this is just to give an evidence base of what Frodsham would need and what our assets mm. are. I, I think it helps to support smaller so. councils as well. Because yeah. yeah. I know from sessions we've been to, when you get little councils like down there and over here, mm. who don't Marbury. have half the problems that we have mm. but they don't have the expertise either so no, they do look no. to us and, and I think you know by our, our preset payers if we're seen to be cooperating in that I think we it must shows that we're striving for value for money doesn't yeah. it? it and it makes us look as an outgoing councillor mm. and not an insular council mm. that we think yeah. that we're doing I, I agree correct. I it's, it's got to be good I think that the chair will be reminded of one training session we went when one person wanted to know, a councillor of five years wanted to know what standing orders were. Enough oh, <laughs> thing. <coughs> right, um, so thanks Hazel if you're happy to do that and I'll be yeah, on. Right. Appreciated. Agenda item 30, the local council award scheme. Well really this follows on from what we've just said. Yeah. We must just go yeah, in for I, anything we can. I, I must okay. admit, not reading my agenda here, that's yeah. what I was getting a little bit confused <laughs> with, as you probably guessed when I was asking, was yeah. there something at the end of it, like a yeah. charter mark or... Oh or yeah, something. no, that's what this is. Yeah. Um, what, we, what I've asked Liz to do is to go through, because quite a few of these things are, um, you've got to look what you're publishing online, yeah. and to try and identify mm. some of the gaps, mm. and to see, you know, where we could go. You can start off by just applying for the Foundation Award, or if you felt you're good enough, you can go straight for the Quality Gold Award if you feel mm. we can do that. But it's each time you apply, yeah. it costs money. 
Yeah, but you know, it's, it's not a. It's so I, I think what we've got to do then, Town Clerk, through the chair, is we've got to be confident about the award we're putting ourselves Absolutely. forward for. Yeah. And we'll look at that, and you'll guide yeah. us, knowing again the yellow book. It's a bit like this is your life. Yeah. Um, but you know, you guide us on where we can lead it. I definitely think we've got people who can be up for best this and best that, and we've got them here for work for the council or, or our councillors. Yeah, that, that's a different award system where you put forward people for those awards. Yeah, this is, this is a, the council. A, like a quality council award. Well, I think now that, you, that you're fully fine. It's almost work, like in similar working to uh, an industry ASO, which is 2001 or Well, as, that, as, as Donna's just said, I, I don't really know of any other council in the borough that's got a diversity of councillors like we yeah. have because we will fit the LGBTQ mm -hmm. criteria mm -hmm. with spades to spare. So yeah. I, do you think we should go for it? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think blowing our own trumpet, uh, you know, the, the comments that have been made on yeah. two occasions now by Andrew Dawson as mm -hmm. how we're actually being used yeah. as almost like a benchmark in the Council of Europe. And I watched you. You know, I mean, from Frodsham's, you know, I think that's absolutely marvellous. I don't well, know whether you've been looking so at it. Well, I watched it. Yeah. Back at the next it week. was marvellous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was really made up uh, about that. So, Hazel, report back at the next meeting. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's just so that we can have a look to see. Yeah. We'll start off looking at the foundation award and tick the things that we're already doing, mm. yeah. and then what we can do is identify the things we still need to do, and yeah. it might be some of the things need to come back to council yeah. to yeah. get them approved. Mm. Yeah. Other things I know already we've got like um, confirmed by resolution at a full council meeting a risk management policy and asset register of assets. Well, we did that yeah. a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think so there's no better place than you to guide us you, on what which. Because she said the date was wrong. Yeah, no, I rang them up and I had a nice phone call to say that they basically just rolled it over. So we've so got till the end of the year. Yes. And uh, I think, Chair, as well, you know, I'm under no illusion that we are doing a good job. Yeah. You know, uh, that, you know, everybody on the council does their best. And I think if we do get a charter mark or something like that, not as if we have to prove ourselves, but it would well, be before somebody thing. is so anxious to have a go at us, be it on social media or yeah. shouting things at a public meeting, well, and that, that, that they can say, well, actually, you know, there's somebody that's nothing to do with Frodsham Town Council that says we're actually doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I always, I always stand down to uh, our Freeman Councillor Pennington on, on this. You know, he's been on this council for 40 years, and for him to declare publicly that we're not doing a bad job, I don't think we must mm, be doing a bad no, job. No, so don't. as far as that's concerned, um, you know, there was a lot of yelping and biting uh, at the town meeting, but it was personal, it wasn't mm, constructive, mm. I'm afraid. Right, so agenda item 31, the action plan. On my course, one of the learning outcomes was to produce uh, that the council has a, an action plan that the town clerk helps to develop it. Well, we didn't actually have one. So what I did was I drew together the, the main activities and work that, we're, that we've been doing. Uh, and as you'll see, Ship Street's still on there under communities because I drew this up before PM, it was decided to transfer it to PMP, right. but that doesn't really matter. Um, so it was just whether you would find it useful to adopt it. It's not big and chunky and 25 pages long, as you can see. 
Um, no, but I think it's short and sweet and concise. I think it's Alan prefers it short and sweet, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, management plans yeah. are, uh, or action plans, strategies. I spent half of my life, you know, writing War and Peace, as, as I'm sure Judas <laughs> has, has been there in a the past life as well. And, and documents like that just scare people off. I'd much rather have those two sides of A4 where you've got some good pertinent bullet points that you can stick to. And some, you, you know, and for them to be achievable as well, I yeah. think is an important so thing. If I move the ship street yeah. to PMP, yeah. and then are you happy to, per, to propose this for adoption by full yeah, council? I'm just wondering if under PMP you also ought to put our finding a new permanent home as an, an action. Okay. Yes. Because it's not cut and dried yet yeah. that um, we'll get the. Great premises that we're interested in. I must admit I have got withdrawal symptoms since I'm not allowed to visit anymore. I've been not, not allowed. I can't make those things. I have to say... Well, come down and visit your dad here. No, no it's, it's not... I, don't, I quite agree with you there. Visiting. I quite agree with you there, but it's not the same. It's not the same. No, it, I, I don't think so. But I, no, I have found that, that Liv and Hazel are very happy to come down. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, what's happened to such and such a thing, and what's happened to such and such a thing? Yeah. And I think, no disrespect to our general public, they don't realise that when something goes in for consultation or discussion or negotiation, it just doesn't happen in a week or no. a month. No. And that's unfortunate. So this will be saying that we've got it on, that it's still there. Yeah. Really. Okay, so agenda item 32, finance scrutiny subcommittee. Yeah, um, we did have a date for the Finance Scrutiny Subcommittee, but I fear that it will be in quorum as two members of Finance Scrutiny Subcommittee are going to be elsewhere. And we did say at the last uh, Finance Scrutiny because of the Chair's um, illness oh, yeah. and recuperation, mm -hmm. we would be prepared to put it back. So it was just, did you want to set another date now? So when was the date going? It was to the twenty fifth of July. July. It was the day after the full council meeting. Right. Um, so it's it's maybe moving back to the first into the first week in first week in August. August. Yeah. Is that no good? I'm going. I know it's naughty, but I won't be here for the whole of August. So. No. Unfortunately. We could we could maybe just come down to France. Yeah, you can come down to the bombing. <laughs> Yeah, it's France. <laughs> yeah, taking a caravan. So it's secular right as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't um, mind coming down to you if you uh, fly us down, whiz us down there. Yeah. So now we need three to be quiet. Yeah, because we just changed the. Um, and when is it? We're thinking well earlier. Could I just ask whether we could defer this to, to the town clerk to have a word with the chair of uh, yeah. scrutiny? Because uh, we okay. did put it back for. Yeah, for, yeah. For, and for then her. if. If necessary, we'll go to her house. Caroline did say she would have a meeting at her okay. house, or I'm perfectly happy to pick her up and bring yeah. her here. Okay, whichever. 
Yeah. We've not got anything pressing anyway, have no. we, on that? No, I don't think so. Okay, let's uh, see when Caroline can talk about me. Right, agenda item 33, you answered this, this one, Mally. Yeah, I'm quite satisfied now that with my um, being able to look back at papers that I didn't have time to look back at last year, I've now had time to look and I'm quite happy with the situation, so I'm quite happy to just drop that from the, the yeah. agenda. Okay. Is that okay so with everybody? Um, I think I just... Oh, there's only one part, sorry, that I think it should be noted that... Um, the town clerk's upgrading salary should be dated back to the day that she passed her certificate. And that was already agreed if I look at the three. I don't I know don't know the detail of what it's well, we did agree contract. didn't we? In the contract it's an automatic increment. Yeah. But um, until I get the certificate I'm not you know, I don't want to bring it to you no. until I've <coughs> But I would like it backdated well, yeah. to the date we'll, that it was passed. Yeah, we'll, we'll agree something when you get your yeah. certificate, yeah. Okay, yeah. other than um, that, I'm fine on that. Yeah, I think um, one thing I did want to, to raise under this is I currently, um, I'm on 27 hours a week and I work 9 till 3 most days and that's actually adds up to 30 hours without any evening meetings. So what I hope you won't mind is that I start finishing at two o'clock. Yeah, that's fine. It was also agreed, if you remember rightly, when you took this role on, um, that there would be um, leeway for extra hours, as was with the previous town clerk, at your discretion. And we knew that it wasn't feasible for you to be doing reception duties. Well, I didn't like you doing reception no. duties or anything else other than the town clerk's role because now you're going to be expensive. But now we've got, we did recruit the temporary reception yeah. person. So that's been relieved having to cover the reception desk. Mm. And I just think as long as you're aware that, because the office is nine till one, um, yeah. and I was working on the extra to cover the extra hours, but with the evening meetings, um, so I'm going to work nine till two from now on. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Right, clerks, urgent items. I haven't got any urgent items. Date of next meeting, 14th of August. If I could record my apologies, yeah. then I won't be at that meeting. And can you record my apologies? I won't be here either. I'll be a quick meeting then. That's <laughs> 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 So Donna, are you going to be available? Yes, I'm on an early that day, so I'll, I'm available. Right, so we'll be quiet right. as long as yeah. Frank's yeah. feeling fit. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, I'll be there. Monday, isn't it? I'll be back yeah. in the afternoon. Only September, I might be, be, be some so days. Shall we switch off and go to part B?